what is this walk for vocations and uh and why why are you doing it yeah uh david you want to talk about this we're joined by uh, David, who's the organizer, actually. He is the mastermind <laughs> behind the Walk for Vocations. David, do you want to share some thoughts about why we're doing this? What's going on? Absolutely. Thank you for the, the big intro, Father. <laughs> appreciate that. Um, yeah, so I, I guess uh, a little background on it, too, I think is important. Um, so about 20 years ago, uh, the Diocese of Duluth, they, they did a similar walk from Pequot Lakes to, um, to the cathedral in Duluth. And uh, so my father-in-law, Joe, who's actually walking with us today, uh, he and my wife were talking about it. And uh, just kind of one of those things I overheard. And it uh, see, <laughs> at the time, you know, it seemed like a great idea. It seemed like a great way. Actually, Father Brian and I had talked a couple times about, I think, vocations um, just in the Diocese of Kirkson and the need for new vocations. So it just kind of seemed like the timing was right. And... Um, it just seemed, I don't know, it seemed like kind of a cool idea. It seemed like something that people could really maybe get behind and would really hopefully inspire people to think about vocations maybe in a way that they hadn't before. Um, and so I, I don't remember if I called Father Brian up. Uh, actually, I don't know if I told you this. I knew before I even asked you, I knew that he was going to say yes because it was right <laughs> It was right down right down his alley. So he was, he was very supportive of it. So, yeah, it kind of happened, and it's been pretty good so far. That's great. You know, I want to talk about this idea that it was not Father Brian's idea, but it was your idea, a, a member of the laity. You know, how important is it for the laity, you know, regular brothers and sisters who are going to Mass on Sundays sitting in the pews to come up with these ideas and, and to support vocations to the priesthood or religious life? Yeah, I mean, I think it's really important. I th- obviously, you know, we rely on our priests and our clergy for a lot of things, and sometimes I think that as laity we can kind of maybe sit sit back a little bit and be spectators in a lot of different ways. So I think it's um, I think it's a good thing because obviously new vocations have have to come from the laity first. So, um, and I also think it's it's good because. Um, and I think Father Brian would agree, and other other priests would agree. I think it's encouraging too for them when there's a positive response from, you know, from their flock or from the laity. So I think it. I mean, all around, it's it's important. We can't just you know be waiting for or expecting, you know, our priests or pastors to just take care of everything for us. I mean, yeah. they're only one person. They only have so much energy <laughs> right. uh, in the day. So plus, yeah. I'm guessing David and Cassie are sitting in the pews listening to me preach, and they're just like. <laughs> We gotta get more priests. <laughs> That's actually the real reason. I'm glad he said it, not me. But we seriously need some new vocations. If this is the this is the way we're heading, we're in trouble. <laughs> Absolutely. So we are coming to you from this walk for vocations on the side of the U.S. Highway uh, Number Two, west of Mentor, Minnesota. You guys have been on this journey now uh, for for how long? Let's see. So we left. Uh Tuesday morning from Wilton, so this is day four. Day four. Um, we're 60-some miles, miles into it, so we've got just about 20 miles, 20 miles left. Um, I would say, I would add, I think it's amazing the spirits that people are in. Every, like, the jo- <laughs> like, even the conversations, like, uh, there's not, like, an ounce of, like, really negativity. I mean, people are in pain. Don't get me wrong. People are definitely in pain, and there's yeah. a lot of blisters. But uh, Father Brian knows that. Yeah, right. Well, we actually are going to post a video of Josh walking. <laughs> and uh, you can see the pain in his uh, in his each step with his legs. But, I mean, there's still, like, you know, I guess it talks about that sort of, the you know, the joy. Like, people are definitely... 
yeah, I guess, I mean, I don't know, just good spirited and there's a lot of jokes and there's a lot of laughter and there's a lot of good uh, camaraderie really, I guess. So it's been, it's been really good. Oh, that's great. That's great. You mentioned Josh. We have Josh Johnson. Who's Hello, a, everybody. Who's a seminarian for the Diocese of Crookston. You know, when, uh, when we're talking about this walk for vocations, that's, that's pretty much right up your alley, yes. isn't it? Yes. Yes. 100%. Talk, um, talk to us about that. Uh, so yeah, for me as a seminarian, it's been fantastic to be able to participate because it was kind of one of those things in my own journey, um, just kind of getting the exposure to it and everything was a bit tough. Like it's, it's definitely one of those things that you don't hear about too often. That's not talked about a lot. Um, and it's so it really was just a few select people like kind of bringing it up. Um, but with an event like this, it could be something that could be more generally known, something that could provoke conversation that could be brought up. And then even myself as a seminarian, it's definitely a journey to wherever you're going to figuring out your vocation for that discernment. Um, and just being able to take part in like a physical journey, um, just that path, that prayerful path, that sacrifice, it can be walking with people spiritually in whatever point of journey they're in. So. Yeah. It's yeah. been great. Well, Father Brian was talking about this idea of pilgrimage, right? And and uh, how it, it it doesn't always have to be an easy thing to do. It can be grueling, and, and I'm sure this one is. You were mentioning posting a video of Josh <laughs> in pain walking. He <laughs> was barely walking yesterday. He kept saying he was fine, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, you, know, you know, I was getting there from point A to point B, so... <laughs> It worked. Yeah, absolutely. So th- this idea, you know, it, c- it came up, you wanted to do it, um, you know, but but how did you know that this is something that would take off? I mean, we're talking 90 miles here, David. Yeah, and I think the, and actually Josh had a little thing that he just said in there, which stuck out to me, the idea that like kind of thought provoking sort of, or, I mean, so like it had to be something, I think like the pilgrimage has to be something that's like uh, intense enough that it's like sort of inspiring because like we were talking you know we've been joking about electric scooters you know imagine if this was a, a 90 mile scooter ride or a, or a, a 20 mile bike ride or something like that it doesn't really have like there's really not that oomph behind it so to answer your question though I guess I had no idea for the longest time uh, honestly I did think it was just going to be Father Brian and I uh, walking <laughs> 90 miles I was very concerned so I spent a lot of time praying and asking for some for some new walkers because um, no I mean it, it did kind of come together sort of at the end a lot of the things did um, we had a you know, Father Brian and I met and we planned a lot of this stuff, but uh, it really was it like three weeks out or something or four weeks out we had a meeting and we at that point didn't have any hard commits so there was a, a definitely a period of time where we were not sure if anybody else was going to be coming on the walk with <laughs> us um but uh i yeah i think to you know to father brian's point of like going to the pilgrimage and then not always being easy i mean i think that's kind of the point here is that it it's supposed to be hard in, in the sense that because it's hard then people are saying like why well, why would you be willing to do that for what and then they ask questions and then you can have a conversation versus yeah like oh we went on a five mile walk well nobody's going to ask you why'd you do that because that's not that uh, that's not that different than what they would do so um yeah sometimes i wish it was a five mile walk no (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah no and i I pointed to this too so one of the great things we've been able to have uh every day of our pilgrimage so far is having mass uh every day and we've been praying together and and you know that's just like been really great and helpful for one just for keeping us focused on it's a spiritual uh, thing that we're doing 
but then on top of that, it's it's just been great to be again as a community. You know, the the uplifted spirits and the joy that's been present in our group. Uh, I'm confident that a lot of that comes from our time of prayer, uh, our, especially the mass. So, anyways, one of the days during mass in Bagley, I talked about how pilgrimage is is actually a really great image of life. Uh, and so, like a pilgrimage, like it's it's meant to be hard because sometimes life is just hard. Uh, and you know, it's like we're traveling from one location to a holy place, just like in life, we're traveling hopefully towards a holy place which is heaven right so uh it's a really great image of that and so like yeah when when you do something that's just like really easy or really short it it actually kind of distorts the image of pilgrimage uh whereas when you add the the lengthy part of it certainly it's inspiring it gets people's attention that kind of thing just like for us as christians it ought to get our attention it ought to grab the attention of other people like wow you're, you're you're living differently uh because I'm moving towards a holy place. I'm not just moving towards anywhere, but I'm moving towards a holy place. Yeah. Uh, and so that's what that, that, that sort of longer, sometimes grueling, sometimes difficult, but at the same time joyful thing does for us as, as Christians and for the world. Well, and what a beautiful witness, right? B- because people will see that joy. They're like, you're walking 90 miles, but you're still smiling. You're still laughing. You know, they, they witness that joy and it sticks out. They're like, something's different about this mm-hmm. group, you know? D- do you want to talk about that a little bit, Josh? Uh, yeah, for me, it's been one of those things where physically, yeah, kind of a wreck, but um, <laughs> uh, spiritually just feeling like alive. And I think especially with the toughness of just like the walk itself, of all the pain, of different things like that, it also makes you appreciate just like all the little things and kind of appreciate what you actually need. I remember like waking up this morning and just getting a good night's rest hmm. and just feeling like, oh, this is this is fantastic. And so, like, going along this journey, too, is also something where it just makes you realize, like, what do I actually, like, need and value in my life? Um, And what is important in my life, too? And just kind of allows you to find joy in those little things. That's beautiful. If you're just tuning in, this is Real Presence Live here on Real Presence Radio. I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark, RPR Programming Coordinator, joined by Father Brian Cuiava for the first hour here. Steve Sponskowski, the Executive Director for the second hour. And we are on U.S. Highway 2 on the side of the road, broadcasting from this Walk for Vocations, a journey that began earlier this week. It's been going It's been going 60 miles, David said, and they have about another 30 or so to go. And um, it's this journey It's uh, to bring awareness for, for vocations. You talk about the joy. You talk about the witness. David, uh, talk about uh, the just the powerful or, or the, the moving experiences you've had so far on this journey. Yeah, I think if so. and and to you know, Father Brian just talked about too the the ability to um, have have mass and we've not every night but almost every night we've had adoration uh, when we've been able to stay um, in a church and so again your whole sort of day is oriented around a prayer around mass around adoration um, and so I think for me it's those those moments in the early morning uh, when maybe people are still kind of waking up or not everybody's up and you're going into you know kind of a dark quiet church or it's that you know you've just walked 25 miles and the first thing you do is you go in adoration when really maybe what you really want to do is go sleep so and those those are the moments I guess that stick out for me because it's about you know it's, it's sort of prioritize it kind of but it's about you know taking those opportunities to um, yeah, maybe put aside what you would maybe like to do or, or some of those comforts to actually um, really being just present. And yeah, I, I've been journaling and I've 
I will look down and I've written way more and I have no idea like yeah. I, yeah so I mean it's been a lot of uh, a spiritual blessing that way a lot of insights on, on some things and about myself you know, learned yeah. a lot about myself so yeah how about you Josh um, for me kind of something that was powerful for me to realize like what this walk has kind of reminded me of is being in seminary actually um, being part of a joyful group of people moving towards something even if it's not the most easy thing ever um, but walking with people in just this very difficult situation sometimes very painful um, and just kind of realizing and kind of having that joy of being part of the community here. Um, so that's been something that's just been very powerful for me, realizing just kind of that orientation and that goal, yeah. just bringing people together. And Father, you talked about humility, but were there any other deeply mov- moving moments for you thus far? I think for me, anyways, as a priest, it's always uh, it's always a really beautiful thing whenever you see um, lay, lay people going to a church uh, like and not just going to a church like we've been sleeping in in the church uh for the most part but like there have been times where you just see some of the the people whether it's the guys or the gals or the married couples whatever they just go into the church and pray with jesus in the blessed sacrament and uh my devotion to the blessed sacrament has grown even more Hmm. over the last few months and so anyways it's just it's just really beautiful to see like people seeing that value and 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 in seeing that of course that it just sort of elevates who, what the priest is, so not me personally, but what the priesthood is for us uh, in giving us the blessed sacrament, in giving us all of the sacraments, uh, and it's just like that's a really moving thing, inspiring. Uh, it only makes me want to be more devoted to the blessed sacrament. So yeah. it's a great gift. Yeah. So we have about a minute left here, David and Josh. Uh, you've got an entire listening audience across ten dioceses for a listening area. What message do you want to share with them about this journey that you're on and this journey that you've begun and will will end? Uh, later this week I mean I guess I'll, I'll I would just say in terms of I don't know just not being afraid to step out maybe out of your comfort zone and, and respond to uh, respond to a call uh, whether that's a call to go on a you know go and organize a 90 mile walk or something that looks differently than that um, but to I don't know just take one, one step at a time and uh, trust and, and have faith and everything everything's going to be alright as Father Brian mm-hmm. says yeah, yeah. <laughs> how about you Josh and then throw in something quickly uh, just for prayers um prayers for us and then prayers for vocation overall um that's something that's always needed always pressing yeah yeah father uh you're gonna take off here back on the journey as you guys head out uh any any parting thoughts from from you no it's just been it's been really great and it's just so good when when the church can come together as a whole uh clergy and laity alike can come to, to come together and promote something that's just so good and so important for us uh, not only priesthood we've been talking about priesthood a lot but also religious life young men and women who are ready to sacrifice everything as a sacrifice for the world um, through a celibate offering of uh, joining religious life as a brother or sister uh, it's just such a beautiful such a good thing uh, and it's just so good for us to ask people whether they're willing to yeah. do so yeah well it's been it's been fun uh, covering this sitting here on, on the on the side road for for a really good cause um, especially when it comes to vocations and our need for vocations uh, good solid priests good solid brothers and religious uh, religious brothers religious sisters so thanks so much to Josh David and and father for being on with us I know you guys got to take off but uh, we know of our prayers for you and uh, and um, I, I really hope that this journey bears bears much fruit uh, in the hearts of the diocese but then but then anybody tuning in and listening right now